I concur. <laughs> Indeed. What do you do? Welcome to another new episode of Tech File. We ain't even going to hold y'all too long. We got some NFL, NBA, and pro wrestling news to get to. So wrestling. Let's get into it. of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Hello. What voice was that? This is my radio voice. This is my action man voice. <laughs> Take Call that back to now. the store. Return. <laughs> <laughs> I am the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, <clears throat> you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K. Harris, the gentleman. The, the gentleman. gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as Oh, it's back. Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> God damn. I've been going for two. I'm sorry. Talk about taking it back to the store. <laughs> Delete all that shit. God damn. Better known as, um, I'm still working on it. <laughs> mm. Do we have to bleep that one out again? We might as well just call him Mace because he's welcome back. Right. Yeah. Hey, it's something. Somebody last week had hit me up or a week before when you was on here and it got bleeped out. It's like, what did he say that got bleeped? Ah, yes. I said something that, that wasn't going to hit. It was uh, not going to stick. <laughs> Some housekeeping before we get into our topics of the week. As a reminder, please like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all the things you can do for free to help support the pod. If you're watching on the YouTube version of the show, drop some comments, like the video, make sure you subscribe to the Technical File Podcast YouTube page, hit the notification bell so that when we go live, you get notified about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as we say now, you know, show us what that word of mouth do. We really need to know. We need to know. So tell somebody and tell somebody else about Tech File. Get them right because we really are the sports podcast you never knew you needed. So make them come fast. Jesus Christ. We can wait. Let's go. All right. So, yeah. uh, Subscribe, (laughs) like, rate, review, all that good stuff for the podcast. All right. Can I just say, like, we are great at naming episode titles because I'm, like, going through all our past ones, and these are hilarious. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Just just hit them with a few. Dots to the Ops. That was a good one. (laughs) Naysayers in Paris. Hey, I like that one. What That Word of Mouth Do. Show us. Yeah, that was great. Mm. Tell me why you SOB. <laughs> <That was, laughs> oh, why? Why? <laughs> Super Trash Brothers. Yeah, which, uh, that was a we graduated from that one. Yeah, yeah, we did. We ain't trash no more. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> my favorite was what? The bees knees. The bees knees. Yeah, yeah, the that, was one of my that was pre-pandemic tech file. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going through ones from the last couple weeks. So like, have a bold evening. Bix not blicks. <laughs> that was. I, I think that was Ken who had said that. That was a. With the John Moran It's Blix Not Blix <laughs> That's a good one Okay Yeah we got some We got some fire titles I love some of the, the some uh, On the brink <laughs> With the deer About to jump off After the Bucks Is about to get put out In the first round Against the Miami Heat Sometimes Sometimes Alright y'all Let's get into the topic Discussion For the week 
for the NFL segment this week, instead of us each picking a different topic to talk about, we are just going to focus our efforts on the conference championship weekend review. Oh, Vince McMahon. (laughs) 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 Having him as a cover artist. 277 to take five. Well... Hey. That's when he was on that bullshit, too. He was back. He looked like he was in the picture, too. But, yeah, we're going to talk about the championship conference, championship conference weekend. Uh, just talk about the Chiefs-Ravens game and then the 49ers-Lions game. From there, we will move into some NBA where we act, each actually do have a topic in NBA. And then for wrestling, we are just going to recap the Royal Rumble and all the news <laughs> uh, around the Rumble that has come out over the last week. So, let's get into it. So the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Baltimore Ravens 17 to 10 to now return to the Super Bowl. It is their fourth Super Bowl appearance in the last five seasons for the Chiefs. And in the first half of that game, Travis Kelsey passed Jerry Rice to claim the all-time postseason receptions record. I have heard so much throughout the season about how Travis Kelsey is washed. Travis Kelsey is washed. <laughs> he done lost a step. He didn't look like he lost no steps against Baltimore, I can tell you that. Mm-mm. That man was cooking. And Lamar Jackson is now 2-4 and four in the playoffs without a Super Bowl. This is a Baltimore Ravens team that had one of the best defenses that metrics would say the NFL has ever seen. One of them. Top, top, top flight defense. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs found a way to put up 17, which you were saying, like, that's, 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 not, that's not bad. They that's did not bad. Job. But Baltimore could only muster up 10 points of their own. What are some of y'all takeaways from that AFC championship game? I feel like every time Lamar gets put in a situation to where we're like, there's no way. He's had a hell of a year. Baltimore has a hell of a team. They should be able to move, bro. They should be able to do this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. They put up 10. 10. There were times throughout the game, it was as, as we were talking, run, my boy. <laughs> they were number one in running in the league. And yet and still, they had 16 rushes the whole game within one score. Lamar had eight of them. There are so many different times, and I was listening to the uh, post-game show on Fox, and they was like, there was only eight designed runs called for yeah. the game. Gus that Edwards is wild. Only had three, as Mark pointed out in the comments. Within a one-score game, you still have the ability to run the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lamar throwing interceptions in the middle of three people. That was a bad one. That I was. Don't, I don't like, know what he saw. You didn't see him have a pass. That was a pass interference too. But you did not see that happening when you threw it with three people. He probably saw. Was it likely? He t- put his hand up like I'm, I'm gone. And trusted that he just threw it. Bro, there's 11 people on the other side of the field. <laughs> you have 11 on your side. Three of them was on one receiver. I'm sure somebody else was wide <laughs> the fuck open. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. In the situation, Zay Flowers, he tried, but then at the same time, he had, oh, his, he had a roller coaster. Flowers. That, what, wow. He had a the <laughs> touchdown was great. He tried to reach for the other one. It, that was just a great play by Willie Sneed. But Javarius. Oh yeah, Sneed had a great play. <laughs> What's the name? Hmm? No, go ahead. Okay. And um then he also had I think he had the penalty too for the Taunton penalty. He did. Legarius. Legarius Sneed. And it's just 
it was disappointing to a point because it's like, okay, y'all had different opportunities, different moments, different avenues. There was different <clears throat> times where we all like, he would typically take off here. Mm-hmm. And he did not. And it was like, he looked shook. Mm-hmm. He looked like he playing scared. He looked like he, I'm not trying to commit a turnover even though I'm going to throw it in the middle of three people. I don't get that. And we all was rooting for him. We was rooting for you. Because we he, was, he was rooting for him. That's why. Tim was on here a couple weeks ago saying, like, it's Baltimore only. Like, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Best team in the league is mm-hmm. going all through Baltimore. And then we saw the effort. I shouldn't say the effort. There was effort there for sure. It's only a seven-point game. Correct. It's a winnable game for Baltimore regardless. But it just looked like everything was difficult for him. Everything. Like, I know the Chiefs did a good job of taking away some of them either, or intermediate throws around in the field that, that Lamar loves, but yet and still, you, I, I, the running part is the thing that I don't understand. Mm-mm. Like, that's the part of it for me where it's like, I don't understand. Ooh, Jeff said I would rather have Jordan Love than Lamar. Ooh, I don't know about that yet. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, though. If Baltimore came to the Packers and said, we will trade you Lamar Jackson for Jordan Love, I wouldn't do it. I can say that. Really? I would not do No, I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't. Mm. <laughs> I feel like LaFleur would go crazy with Lamar. Damn. I don't know. Well, the running quarterback and the way he... Mm. I don't feel great about saying this. But given that my basketball team has to be built in a specific way to accentuate the positives and the mitigate the negatives of our best player I wouldn't want that from my quarterback mm-hmm. which isn't to say like it's anything wrong with it. it's just like it makes the degree of difficulty of building a team around his unique talents mm-hmm. makes it more difficult whereas Jordan Love has a more conventional play style mm-hmm. which allows you to kind of build in a more traditional way which doesn't limit like the type of talent that you can put around him, if that makes sense no I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying. It's not shit. I'm it's like, not I love like, <laughs> But it's just like, it makes it difficult. He's a great quarterback. Um, young, too. Six, six seasons in the league so far, I believe. Like, I, he's going to get another MVP award, probably, yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be a two-time MVP who just made it to his very first AFC championship game. Listen, uh, it, the, the, the conversation around Lamar Jackson is going to continue to get louder mm-hmm. until they're able to actually get to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. that's just going to be part of it. But, Kim, what were some of your takeaways from the, the, the Chiefs-Ravens <clears throat> game that kicked off the weekend for us? Um, my, it's just seeing, like, Lamar Jackson, like, his play, like, been watching him all season and just seeing like how he's been calculated like he he, he sees his reads like he makes the the correct throws like he sees everything but like for some reason it just seems like he allowed maybe he allowed the media and everybody else like get in his head so it you can tell that he was second guessing second guessing himself the entire game so that was one of the things that I was kind of frustrated like just like with Tim like cuz he's been playing so well you know black quarterback Black man, like you know, we want like we wanted him to really do well, and it seemed like it was in the bag. Like they should have won that game, and they they could have won that game. It was only seven points, so that was my biggest takeaway. Is just seeing like how not I don't want to say like he's self destructed, but just seeing like he was completely out of out of whack. I think that for me, it like to simplify, it's like you can't turn the ball over in the end zone twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's a it's a one possession game yeah. and you turned it over 
either in the end zone or at the goal line two mm-hmm. times. It's like those are your two scores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's what playoff football is. Like it, it comes down to not to quote uh, any given Sundays, but like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, you know it's that final inch. Like it's like you got to scra- scratch and claw for it. So like game of inches. It is. Yeah. I definitely thought that he was uh, when I first initially seen the replay when uh, Zay Flowers reached for the end zone. I was like, oh no, he in there. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's in there. Then they showed the replay. I was like, damn, was like, not even close. That was great. That was a hell of a play. But with that said, shout out to the Chiefs' defense. Absolutely, they Absolutely. were cooking, bro. Like they did what they came to. They they was the number two defense though. Listen, so, w- <laughs> when the game started off with the the Kelsey touchdown, which was what a throw, what a catch. Mm-hmm. And then we come back to the Zay Flowers touchdown where Lamar Jackson broke out the sack and he's running around. I was like, how did he not get sacked here? How <laughs> did he extend this play to touchdown? I was sitting here like, yo, mm-hmm. this is about to be a shootout. Catching okay. his own pass. <laughs> Next thing you know. That was nuts. Like, yeah, catching his own pass. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it should have been a pick. But <laughs> thought that motherfucker took off like it was meant for him. Exactly. <laughs> and outside of like plays like that, like the Ravens offense just didn't have too much to it. And yeah. I think a big part of it is what Tim harped on in the very first thing he said, which was they didn't lean on the running game enough mm-hmm. in this particular matchup against the Chiefs. And yeah. that bit him in the butt. Meanwhile, the Chiefs were able to have a pretty balanced game. Patrick Mahomes was man, I'ma start I'ma stop doubting that man. Like he's good like Dude. He's that dude, fam. I watched Aaron Rodgers week after week. Front row seat. <laughs> Listen, what Patrick Mahomes is doing. That boy's good. He's Dude. already, like, he's already got Rodgers. Like, it's crazy how talented Patrick Mahomes is. He goat, he, he goat status. Young basically. goat man. Like, for real. Yeah. Like, some of the, th- th- again, escaping sacks. He getting grabbed on, all of a sudden he's shuffling up the field by two yards and throw a duck it looked like Kelsey out of nowhere diving catch all of a sudden out of nowhere some sidearm and some shit like bro the, some of the dots it's just just arm Ooh. talent arm talent he's he's intelligent like he he also doesn't make mis- many mistakes he does not turn mm-hmm. the ball over which again is the core Aaron Rodgers tenant where yeah. it's like I'm not gonna give you the ball um, and outside of Patrick Mahomes, just shout out to the Chiefs in general for yeah. all Andy raising Reed, their play. Shout out to him. Like everybody, the play calling, the, <clears throat> mm-hmm. the the receivers catching the ball, seeing the comments. I think it was Mark who was shouting out MVS. Like MVS, as we have known <laughs> since he was here in Green Bay, has had a problem with the droppies. Mm-hmm. And with <laughs> the Chiefs, that was part of their problem. Like they he the receivers were dropping a lot of passes here. And then the playoffs here, they have been making plays. Mm-hmm. Rice emerging is also such a big thing for this offense as well because now he has a number one wide receiver option to go with Travis Kelsey. I mean, I, I, to Mark's point, like I felt good for MVS just because like, I know the type of shit that he's gotten over the years um, and then earlier this season mm-hmm. like, he cost him a game with a drop. Um, but yeah, reading off Mark's comment, I don't know if you can highlight that dude, but he said Patrick Mahomes has now played 17 playoff games, so a full season. His numbers in that season, 67% <gasps> completion percentage, 4,800 yards, 39 Ooh. touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Go. This was his first playoffs on the on road. The road. And nah, he, in play, he still at the crib. It's, it, I was going to say, it's almost as if he's a great quarterback no matter where he <laughs> plays. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, My man celebrating in your living room. Man. 
Shout out to the Chiefs, though, on that victory. Ravens, good season. I'm sure that the fan base feels like it's a missed opportunity. It was the first AFC championship game in Baltimore ever. So they were super hype about that as well. But they ran into Patrick Mahomes. Like, <laughs> that's the new Tom Brady where it's like, you good, yeah. but like you you happen to run into Patrick Mahomes here. And sorry, good luck, try again. On the NFC side, <laughs> we had the San Francisco 49ers defeat the Detroit Lions 34 to 31. Okay. 27 consecutive. Oh, like, you, didn't, you didn't even get to water. I was about to go try to save you. Throw my cape on. God damn it. I was about to try to I'm unloose the cape. I was about to fly the fuck away. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the Lions choked. Yeah, they did. 27 consecutive points scored by the 49ers in That's that game. Crazy, the, the Lions were celebrating at halftime in the second quarter. We got it. Uh, who was it? Gardner uh, Johnson? Yep. Sitting here waving at the crowd. Like, yeah, bye-bye, y'all. It's like, y'all got a half a game left, brother man. Like, damn, bro. Then at the end, they sitting there with the he ain't ass face. Man, <laughs> tears. Just just can't believe how the game has unfolded. And, of course, the big conversation that has come from the 49ers-Lions game has been around Dan Campbell mm-hmm. and his decisions to go for it on fourth down where people were like, just take the points. Just take the points. Take the field goal. Me personally, Dan Campbell is going to be Dan Campbell, and that's how that's they got there, yeah. by being aggressive. Mm-hmm. I do not fault that man for continuing to lean on what he normally does in those situations because mm-hmm. with the 49ers, as you saw, they rattled off 27 straight points. You know they can put points up on the board. <laughs> so if you have an opportunity to add seven, go ahead and do it. Like That's what the Packers did as well when they went for it. On four. Like, they're trying to get seven. Forget the three. We want the seven because we know what this offense can do on the other sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if he if he does take the points and he's more conservative, they're like, oh, you lost by three points or four points or whatever it was. Like, you've been aggressive this whole time. Like, right. why are you going to change it up now? It's yeah. like, no, dance with the partner that brought you. Like, being aggressive means high risk, high reward. And, mm-hmm. Like, they're a high risk team. And, you know, they so, ran to a better team, honestly. I'm looking at it's a It was a, literally a tale of two halves. Mm-hmm. So... Lions first possession, touchdown. San Francisco missed field goal. I was like, yeah, they kick it was shitty like us. <laughs> Lions second possession, touchdown. San Francisco then scored. Lions third possession, pick. I mean punt. Then San Francisco threw a pick. Lions fourth possession, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Then 49ers had the punt. Lions fifth possession, field goal. Twenty-four to seven in the half. Start of second half, field goal for uh, San Francisco. First fourth down miss for the Lions. Touchdown for San Francisco. Lions fumble. Touchdown for San Francisco. <laughs> Lions punt. Field goal for San Francisco. Lions lose it on downs. Touchdown for San Francisco. Touchdown for Detroit. And that's the game. Like, yeah. I get it because, again, those who say, well, if we took the two field goals, we'd have won by three instead of losing by three. Sure, but to Camille's point, that's not his being. That's not who he's been all year, and people yeah. have reveled in the fact that who he has been all year has been the ankle biters, <laughs> <laughs> the mad dogs. Like the, the he's been, fuck the norm. We yeah. finna go for it, bro. Mm-hmm. All gas, no brakes. And what it look like changing that up now? Like it, it just exactly at this this point. Right. I am water in the comments said what bothers me is how the Packers beat the Chiefs' ass though, and we out. Jordan straight out played McHomie. Listen, I'm not. Playoffs. I'm not even gonna lie to you. 
watching the NFC Championship game, I was texting these dudes here in our group chat, and I was just sitting here like, I just keep sitting here like, that should have been us, could have been <laughs> us, wish it was us. It ain't, because we lost, so you got to eat that. But, like, just knowing the talent the Packers had, and they were in a position to win that game, but they didn't. And even when the Lions got their interception, I was like, oh, look at them. They actually caught yeah. their interception. Like, <laughs> oh, no, they can catch the ball. Throughout the whole game, I'm just sitting here like, oh, well, look, <laughs> that didn't happen with us. Or I wish we would have the opportunity. But, again, that's just how it goes. Like, when you lose, you got to eat that and understand, like, you might be more talented, but you didn't win. You didn't show up to be the better team on that particular Sunday. You made too many mistakes or you didn't capitalize on enough opportunities. So you got to deal with it. They was running all over them motherfuckers, too. <sighs> they was running all over them cats. It's almost as like they watched what we did and said, hey, <laughs> that works. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, mm. I did hey, see. Hey, Mark, I don't know, man. Like, looking at what the Packers defense did with San Francisco and then looking at what the Lions defense like, I'm Like, I'm glad we got rid of Joe Barry, but he did his job. Like, it was not capitalizing on opportunities in the red zone against San Francisco that could cost you. Like, I, I'm not putting that on the defense. And then playing prevent in the fourth, just that's being a little fair. too. That's, that's normally what happens with Joe Barry. It's like, you have a great game playing the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter is like, bro. Or putting Preston Smith on the slot receiver. Yeah, I don't understand how that happens. Well, I, Consistently. To, 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 to <laughs> Joe Barry's credit, before we move on from that, I will say against better competition, mm. he has always seemed to rise to the occasion. Like, Packers playing against, you know, the Chiefs, playing against the Lions, they showed up. It was when they were playing against the Tommy Cutlet Giants God. that you get cooked. And that's the part where Bryce it's young. lit you up. Like, Bryce, man, the Panthers almost beat, like. And we could throw Baker in there, but Baker actually played in the playoffs. So. Whatever. <laughs> he, don't, he ain't perfect he passer rating at right. Lambo good. Like, <laughs> but shout out to the 49ers. We have a Super Bowl rematch from, <clears throat> was it four years ago? Three years ago? Four years ago, I believe. 2020. Uh, four years ago. Super Bowl rematch. Lions. Or not Lions. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oops. My bad. <laughs> that was never Dang. a Super Bowl rematch. <laughs> <laughs> 49ers. Chiefs. Shout out to the Lions. Y'all did have a good season. I saw that your offensive coordinator is planning to come right on back. Mm-hmm. Wants to run him back with Detroit. So that is good news for the Lions. But good luck. I know a lot of y'all sitting here like, oh, it's the first step. And oh, we'll be back. Absolutely. Let us tell you. Dan Campbell told him. <laughs> he didn't like him. Like, this might have been our only opportunity. And let me tell you, like, it sounds good to say, we'll be back. When Aaron Rodgers and the Packers won in 2010, I was definitely sitting here like, oh, we going to be back. At least one. We ain't never getting back to this that This is about game. as far as we got. Yep. <laughs> the championship game. Then that's it. Like, it's not guaranteed. So Three times in a row. It is what it is. We got a red, all red Super Bowl coming up. We can preview that a little bit more next week. Going to the Super Bowl a halftime performance as well. Buckle up, everybody! It's gonna be a lot of Taylor Swift for the next Boy. couple of weeks. Boo! It was gonna be crazy as hell having <coughs> Detroit and Baltimore and Vegas for a Super Bowl, though. Bro. Would have enjoyed the, the bro. They were crazy. <laughs> the blackest <laughs> team cities that you could have in the Super Bowl: Baltimore, Detroit. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Well, if Atlanta ain't involved, but um, I saw a tweet. That was like uh, the clip from the Boondocks where it was just like, niggas, coming. And like, that was just like, niggas, like preparing for that Super Bowl. That's funny. But we, Eric had to send the little cartoon graphic of all of the, the losses the Packers have had. Mm, mm, mm. Especially that 2011 season when we went 15 and 1. 
boy. We was just running over everybody, and I was like, oh, boy. Man, we went to that playoff game. Uh, I will never forget that. saddest, maddest I've ever been in my life. Team Yak, bro. Me and Eric was just sitting at the game like, we about to lose this, ain't we? <laughs> we got hand warmers, foot warmers, eight layers. It was cold as fuck, yeah. That was the day where I was like, I'm not doing this no more. Cause it's like, <laughs> like we had gone like plenty times that season, and like it had been great weather, and they had won every game. It's like, oh, this, this is fun. This is this is great. Let's let's do it. Playoffs, hell yeah, we there. I'm like, that shit hit different when you got to drive back from Green Bay at night and you half and frozen you and just mad in the car. Ooh, we we played plenty Drake on the way back. Just <laughs> just sad. Just in our emotions. Just yeah, peak emo Drake. Yeah, man. Woo. Mm. Ooh, bad memories. All right. <laughs> Welcome, Lions fans. I know y'all never experienced a play uh, playoff heartbreak like that before. We're well-versed in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is different when it's in the playoffs <laughs> and the season is over after you lose. I really wanted it for them, too, though. For the Lions? Yeah, man. They, they, Detroit needs something. Let me ask you this, Ken, because you're, mm-hmm. you're a Bears fan, so mm-hmm. you're a Bears okay, fan. Go. The three of us are Packers fans. Okay, Same division. There was a lot of conversation around if – you should be cheering for a divisional rival to make it to the Super Bowl. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I wanted the Lions to go to the Super Bowl. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to hate. I'm not a hater like that. Yeah, it wasn't the Bears. The Lions and Packers didn't go. The, see, that's the and that's the thing I think because <laughs> the Lions have been the lovable losers for so long. Yeah, so it's like just kind of like they was there. Like, oh, I was like, man, you're there. Wait, wait, wait. You right there. I, Bears Packers, like we know what that is. Yeah. How do we feel about the Vikings? Nope, because they got mm. close a couple years ago too. And when they didn't make it, I celebrated with pixie sticks and made a video like, Damn. "Hey, y'all lost, hey." Okay. So as a Bears fan, like, no, I mean, after Vikings, man. Yeah, yeah, fuck the Vikings. I don't I do yeah, not like Vikings. the Vikings. I can I can cuz the Vikings yeah. like I, I can do with the Packers cuz like the Vikings they think they're rivals with us mm-hmm. and it's like not really. They keep taking uh, stop seconds. <laughs> but like with Slow. the Bears like I feel like it's not as strong there. No, it's not. I really don't care but fuck I, them. I didn't think about them too. <laughs> Shells I cheer for everybody except the Vikings. <laughs> Jeff added the Vikings stole far. Far wanted to be stolen. No, far wanted to go over there to prove a point. Right. And at I, that I, point I is when the point. Vikings got on my radar, but then marrying somebody who went to Minnesota for college, he hit me up on the fact that they really hate the Packers in Minnesota. I didn't know. We don't think about them like that. We never have. Not even a little bit. So when I found out that's how they felt about us, I said, well, I hope y'all never win anything, <laughs> period. <laughs> like, we don't think about y'all. So I hope y'all just keep losing. Like, that's how mm. I feel about the Vikings. And the Bears is the team I got the real, animos- yeah, the real animosity with. So it's like Bears, Vikings. And then the Lions are kind of down here somewhere. Like, y'all kind of cute. Yeah, we got two words for the Packers, so. What's that? Suck it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, y'all have been sucking for yeah, a while. Say, like, ain't been no sucking It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll save Super Bowl predictions until next week since we have the Pro Bowl and everything this weekend. Let's move into the NBA. From the past week games and news of everything that has come out what do you want to talk about <laughs> yeah, let me just quickly idea. let me quickly say this too uh i talked about how much i hate cody Rhodes catch sl- mm-hmm. catchphrase i do think it's terrible how he uses it but golly i use it a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy it, but he does it's not it's still not a good one is it the Taylor Swift? He's been saying it forever. Though. Like he walks out to the ring and it's like, how is the crowd supposed to respond? Milwaukee. What do you want to talk about? Everything. Like, what are we supposed to say? Global warming. Right. Like, what? what about something else? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on? <laughs> on the mind. Talk about Usher's halftime performance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's going to be fire. Uh, Jeff really quick said, I don't even care about other teams in the division. It's screw the 49ers since 4th and 24. Why you got to bring up Mm-mm. between 4th and 24 and 4th and 26 with the, the, the Eagles? Yeah. Woo, okay, NBA. Moving <laughs> off that heartbreak. Uh, Have we ever beat the 49ers in the playoffs? Yes, Brett Favre did. Brett Favre was 4-1 against the Niners in the playoffs, and Aaron Rodgers was 0-4. Hmm. And now Jordan Love is 0-1. Mm-hmm. But, hey, Favre couldn't really get past them Cowboys, and oh. Rodgers and Love have no longer had that problem. So let's hope that continues at the very least. Tim, yes, NBA, ma'am. what you got for us? All right, so next week, I believe, the 8th is the NBA trade deadline, right? Mm-hmm. That's already so, next week. Yeah, yeah time is flying. I was telling my boss that the other day. I'm like, bro, he's like, I'm like, March is coming around the corner. We still got to get February. I'm like, it was just January 1st last week. <laughs> this month has been flying by. So, uh, with NBA trade deadline next week, what do you think your team should do? And, or, mm-hmm. is there a particular player you have in mind that you would like your team to target? Now, let's be clear here for those who might be unfamiliar. Ken is a Lakers fan. That's his team. Gang, gang. Mm-hmm. Myself, Eric, and Tim are all Bucks fans. Gang, gang. 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 And the player I wanted the Bucks to acquire does not seem like a likely target anymore because Doc Rivers is our head coach. <laughs> and I wanted Matisse Thiebaud to be traded to the Bucks, But given their history in Philly and the fact that Matisse can veto uh, a trade because he signed a restricted free agent tenor, it's highly unlikely that he would okay uh, coming to play for another Doc Rivers coached team because his playing time was so inconsistent in Philly and it just didn't work out between the two of them. I'm just thinking that's probably a bad sign for Andre Jackson. I thought about that immediately because I noticed once Prunty came in, the young dude stopped getting minutes. And I said, dude. I wonder if this is something that's going to continue with Doc. And he got not a minute nope. <laughs> yesterday. First game, still a lot of season to go, but. I don't so with eyeball off my list I was kind of like oh boy I don't want PJ Tucker no offense to PJ Tucker but like no nah, not with that contract he got I'm not targeting a specific player mm-hmm. to acquire I am targeting a specific player <laughs> <laughs> bro you gotta go who did <laughs> Uh, let's just say his name rhymes with Bobby Portis. Like the mayor, the city love. It's, it's love. It's, it's always love. love. It's always gonna be love. We always gonna have twenty twenty one. I said that before. I think he can be a starter on a different team, but the context that he plays with the Bucks now has changed, and it's like they can't afford the defense anymore like I know people are upset people are annoyed with like the so- shot selection and like they're annoyed with you got damn on the court why are you doing Bobby Porter's post ups and blah 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 it's like he's still cashing shit like he, mm-hmm. he's apparently afraid to shoot threes but like that little back down turn around fade away like it's money it's, it's actually <laughs> not it's not a super effective shot for him in comparison to other post players in the league but go ahead and cut Bobby <clears throat> okay well then I, there's no positive thing, apparently. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I think that one with the salary, like him and Pat are like your last real chip to 
trade in for upgrades to this team because like mm-hmm. after this year they can't aggregate salaries and trades mm-hmm. so which means that they can't combine two two in one like you gotta basically do one for one trades from here on out or mm-hmm. one going out two coming in like anyway so this is their last chance to basically upgrade there and like he's not playing the same role that he used to have like he's not the same effectiveness Giannis is basically the backup five anyway, so really you can just play smaller with Jay Crowder. If you bring back PJ on a buyout, like you can kind of piece it together with like shorter, stouter options that hopefully allow you to be more flexible, like with the switching defense that they've been doing, which may not happen now because they got Doc, but that's what they were trending towards anyway. And like Bobby's just like he can't drop, he can't really play at the level. His switching is only effective with certain players. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's not. It's not about him specifically as a it's just his fit on this team isn't there anymore. He's not even shooting the threes like he was originally, which was like, okay, that's the the floor spacing big man that you need next to Giannis. Like So long long winded way of saying like trade Bobby for a wing. <laughs> Since we still on Bucks, Tim. Um, I didn't have a particular player in my the player type. Like, again, we need a I feel like a Three and D wing, a, a, a wing defender, above sure. average, three and D wing defender. Yep. I think I might actually be more like Back the guard big. defender oh. is more important than a wing defender because the guards are cooking the bucks. <laughs> like and like the wing, they can kind of piece together. Like Chris Middleton's left lost a step, but he's still like a very smart defender. Um, he actually looked be. better this year so far too. Right, like I, he's not like the not lockdown. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's not that, but like you can still get away with Chris on the wing, defending Tatum's and Browns and OG, like whoever, like on the wing. Like if you need to, mm. like you're fine enough there. You got Jay, who's a big body who can move with people. You got but, Andre yeah. Jackson if they're gonna play him. You got. You got options there, but like in the backcourt, you got Campaign, De- Damian Lillard, Malik Beasley, Pat Connaughton. Like you need somebody that's going to actually fair. guard the, the Jalen Brunsons, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Halliburton, Trey Young. Who am I forgetting? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland. Garland. Like all these guards in the East that you're going to have to go through. Like you need somebody that can, like ideally, it'd be somebody that can guard both, like guards and wings. You know what I mean? My thing is more so like somebody who can guard one through four. Oh, one through three mainly. One through three mainly. But if they can pick up four, that's fine. That can do that (laughs) for one through three. Effectively. So how do you? I seen a name on the market. I was like, ah, I never considered him. He has contract that could match. Andrew Wiggins. Nope. Not with how he's been. I don't know what's he's, going. The yeah. Space Jam monsters then came. <laughs> he's been like really, really he's bad. He's been bad, bad. But player like the ideal version of Andrew Wiggins, sure. If they can give him back to like 80, 75, oh, 80% of Andrew Wiggins. And I mean, like, granted, he would be like the fifth option on this team. So mm-hmm. maybe like taking any type of offensive burden on him, just like stand in the corner and shoot threes. But, like, he's not getting to the rim. He's not shooting well. His defense mm-hmm. is falling off a cliff. Like, he's been really, like, terrible. There's, Maybe it's there's the not bigger. Than, a, they like, oh, mm-hmm. yuck mouth back. There's not, there hasn't even been a big uh, market <clears throat> for him, for Wiggins. Like, at this point, they're like, we'll trade him straight up. Like, we don't, like, just, just give us something. No assets. We just. <laughs> straight up, Wiggins yeah. on the table. Jeff suggested Bruce Brown in Toronto, and Shells also mentioned DeLon Wright. Bruce Brown is a fit, I think. The contract is sizable, but. 
as Eric mentioned, you could. <laughs> I really like Dorian Finney-Smith too. That's an, that's another one. Um, Royce O'Neal is a name that's been thrown out, which I'm not as excited about. Yeah, that kind of starts shocking. But he can shoot the three. He can't play. It's because he's getting older. That's all it is. Like it's you ain't what you were three, four years ago when people think about who you are as a player. Like the, it's falling off a little bit from there. But I definitely think the Bucks need to get some kind of perimeter defender mm-hmm. at the deadline. Like if they don't, yeah. I'd be shocked. <laughs> But I think that covers the Bucks pretty much. Ken, how you feeling about the Lakers? What they need to do? Um, the John, uh, what, what's his right. name? The, um, Murray from yeah, um, Dejounte Murray. Yeah. But he's the only one that makes the perfect sense. I mean, six five. I mean, he's a guard. He'll have the green light. We just need him basically to get buckets. That's all we really need him to do. D'Angelo playing well though. He done played himself out of trade talks. Wait, that's fool's gold. Nigga. There ain't nobody falling for that shit. He, he do it every time. He ain't get high because he know he knew. Yeah, he he know changed, what it is. Go ahead and cook. He know what it is. He's like, he oh, let me cook real quick. Dog, no, he he Dude. really been cooking. Yeah, yeah. I think he been like he been making LeBron look. Bro. I was like, this nigga's out here. Cooking. So Hawks fans tonight were chanting, "We don't want you." When he was shooting free throws, who? D'Angelo Russell. Because they know Damn. the trade talks are going. Oh yeah, that trade's gonna happen. Hey, he's gonna do great in Atlanta. <laughs> he's gonna be a great, great asset to Atlanta. Mm. <laughs> City's going to embrace him. I can't imagine. He's going to do great things. Him and Trey playing next to each other. <laughs> I mean that, but also you at the free throw line. It's an opposing fan base chanting, "We don't want you." Like I didn't even say I wanted to be here myself. <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't do any of this. No, shout out to him, man. Like to D'Lo and everything. Like he know what is. He know what what, what game it is. He knows it's business. It ain't nothing personal, but bro, you brought this on to yourself. What's funny? You've like been bullshitting all season. Dan <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I did see that Atlanta when they were talking about trading Murray to the Lakers. It's, again, it's all rumor mill stuff that they wanted to add a fourth team to send D'Angelo to that fourth team. Yeah, I've seen him going to um in one trade talk. Him going was it the Nets? Yeah, I think it was, it was like, the Nets. Like basically, like salary wise, like people are making the like the yeah. natural logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey, whatever why happens, I'm not talk right now. D'Angelo Russell for Spencer Dinwiddie, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Lakers think they're getting Dejounte, and it's like, really, they just gonna cut Atlanta out, and y'all gonna end up with Dinwiddie, and that's gonna be That'd be your garbage. big uh, that be trash. Your deadline acquisition. Be salty, like ah, really? But no, I mean, Murray is, is will be the best fit um, for us. Like I said, he, he'll have a green light to get buckets. That's what we need right now. We need more scoring. Mm. We need LeBron and AD needs help. Shout out to AD, man. He's been holding up well. You know, Shout out to AD. That's, Shout out to mm-hmm. that's LeBron, something God I damn. definitely wanted to LeBron ask letting you. the Grays come in. You see how he letting the Grays come in now? Mm-hmm. He's saying no point to die. Y'all know I'm yeah, almost like, like, I'm old. Point. I'm old, fam. Jeff asked, do the Lakers have anything to trade? They got 2029 first round pick. Yeah, we got yeah, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, D'Lo been cooking. Especially since they're not putting uh, Reeves into trade conference. They don't want to get I'm rid glad. of Reeves. Because getting rid of Reeves, like, that'll really throw everything off. Like, the thing with him is that every night it doesn't show up on the stat line what he does. But when it does show up, you be like, fam, he literally does everything. That's what I say about my 2K player. Like, he does everything. Like, <laughs> Yo's defense, like, he, he'll give you, like, 15, 17. Hey, y'all down 15 right now, FY. To but, Atlanta. I do things that don't oh, show up on the stat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff added that he would like for the Bucks to get Caruso. Who wouldn't? And Shell said Marcus Smart, same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah they, that's the top of the idea, list, ideal. Like, it's not realistic, <laughs> I don't think. 
Caruso. Well, I mean, Horse has guy. pulled some shit out the hat. He has, but if the Bulls are demanding two firsts for Caruso, I don't see how the Bucks get hey. into that oh, game. Yo, he deserve it, fam. What you mean? <laughs> huh? So they hey, do. Man, Bobby Portis, like, that's him. a first-round pick basically by itself, and then like you got the the Trailblazers. You get uh, championship early second pedigree. round pick. Like that's that's two firsts. Because keep in mind, Caruso's contract's only like nine million. Like yeah. he's yeah. on a it's very easy. cheap deal. Yeah. Like he literally mean, every contender wants Alex Caruso. Yeah. So if they he actually make him available for trade, like mm. he does you know, everything. The Knicks have a million first round picks. Um, the Lakers obviously have a first round pick to trade. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling them a contender, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota has. Theoretical picks. I think. I guess they traded everything for Gobert, but I think they have at least something that Chicago might actually want in mm-hmm. terms of like young players or contracts or whatever. Um, Oklahoma City, like he would fit there. Like he th- he's so easy to fit in yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Where it's like if I he gets like into that, a bidding war, we gonna you be cook. out of luck. <laughs> like basically, because the team gonna hear like, wait, the Bucks said they gonna do what? Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, here, let me let me throw this at you your way to get them instead. So. Uh, next week gonna be fun next week gonna be fun we should definitely bring back up just some current trade rumors next week ahead of the deadline and talk a bit more about that I might actually go next because this conversation reminds me of something I've been wanting to ask Ken here I want to talk about all-star starters and the reserves all-star starters were named last week Thursday Mm -hmm. this week Thursday we will learn who the reserves are as a reminder NBA All-Star starters are selected 50%, 50 50.1% by fan vote, 25% player vote, 25% media vote. When it comes to the reserves, those are all picked by coaches, the coaches in the league. So this is a hypothetical. If we, the four of us, had votes, who would make up our reserve team? But before I get to that, a question that kept coming in around that I was seeing was the fact that LeBron James was named an all-star starter. Mm-hmm. But the argument I've been hearing was like, honestly, Anthony Davis has been playing better than him this season. And Anthony Davis should have been named an all-star starter over LeBron. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Um, I would say yes. But again, this sounds stupid, but it is LeBron James. That's a fact. That's exactly like, why you can't, he is a starter. Yeah, it's like he's LeBron. He's year 20. Like he's literally been... In the All-Star game, damn near his entire career. 20 years, fam. My man has put up 36, 20, and 12 on Saturday. Bro. 36, 20, and 12. Effortless, bro. That was that double overtime game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That game was oh, crazy. that game was cr- that game dead was ass cracking. <laughs> that, that game was dead ass cracking. I couldn't believe I was like, this is a random Saturday night. At- <laughs> man, cracking. Until was at the crib, man. When LeBron was going to the line, I'm like, if he missed that first one, he missing the second one on purpose because he just want to go home at that mm-hmm. point. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, it's, it's LeBron James. Like, okay. you can't. He has to start. Okay. He's I, I feel you. I just something that I mean, was like interesting. Twenty years, he has. So. That's what I'm saying. So it's like that's that's a given. And, and again, shout out again to AD man. AD has been holding up. He's been balling. It's just you know, it's I'm cool with him. Yeah, he been taking his spots. Like he'll take a day here, take a day there. As long as he stays healthy and we you know keep doing what we're doing. If we get Murray, I'm, we we in good shape for the rest of the season. I mean, the truth of it is, even if LeBron wasn't a starter for whatever reason it might have been, he would have still been on the team. Like yeah, exactly. LeBron James. Okay. Yeah. All-star reserves. Let's let's pull these lists out, fellas, and talk about who you would have in the East. As a reminder, East, 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 East. <laughs> the stars in the East, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. To all of those people who were crying about the fact that Damian Lillard's an all-star starter and he shouldn't have been an all-star starter, then vote. Yeah. It came down to the fan vote. You got a bigger market. 
New York was outvoted <laughs> by Milwaukee and Portland. <laughs> That's not fair. It's two. <laughs> Portland and Milwaukee. Like, y'all are New York. I'm not trying to hear about no crimes or nothing. It ain't like, the, it ain't like we talking about the uh, doggone... I don't want to disrespect no, nobody, but like it ain't like Javon Carter is the starter over Jalen Brunson. Like the numbers are close. Like it ain't a crime, neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Reserves. I love Jalen Brunson though. I do. He's definitely an All Star. Yeah. And on my reserve team, yeah. he was my very first. Yeah, like, that's number one. Got to add him. So mm-hmm. for my Eastern team, let me see my list here. My reserves: Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, my two guards, mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo. Paulo Bancaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get you, Paulo. Jalen Brown as my front court. And then my wild cards are Tyrese Maxey and Trey Young. Hey. Sounds almost like mine. What's on your list? Uh, the three guards. So Trey, Brunson, Maxey. Then you have Brown for sure. I didn't have Bancaro in there, but. I'm going to throw him in there because you said Ben Carroll. I ain't even think about it. You know, sometimes y'all be talking about that. I'm like, damn, I ain't even think about that much. Um, definitely was on my list. No Przingas? Chris Stop could. He missed he's on my list. For me. Uh, okay, I'll give you Chris that. Chris could. Yeah, he's That's on my only list. That's the only reason. Like, Porzingis no, has Bam for sure. I had to put him on my list, though. And then... See, I think one more forward and one wild card. One more forward, one more wild card. And keep in mind, you did not say Mitchell. Okay, I will take Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> And one more four. Shit, I guess we could go. We can stop. You got a you got a wild card. So wait, say your team again. Your reserves again. Brunson, if you if you can go guard, guard, forward, 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 then wild cards. Brunson, Maxi, uh, Young. Oh, Mitchell. Wait, because I guess I give you I give you all four okay. guards first. No, no. It's two guards and, and it's two wild your, cards. So those are your two. Okay, so now you need three front court players. Which would be, uh, Kristaps, Banquero, and Bam. No, Jalen Brown. I had yeah, I had Brown in Brown. there too. Yeah, he said Brown already. So I, I had one too many. So you then. got you got too many names then. But then I take off Porzingis and leave Brown. Okay. So again, say <laughs> the full team. <laughs> <laughs> Young, Brunson, Mitchell, Maxi. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. guards and your wild cards. Brown, Bancaro, Bam. Okay. There you go. Who wants to go next? Um, Yeah, guards, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Mm -hmm. forwards, Bam, Bancaro, Randall. Not mad at that. And then wild cards. Who did I not say from the guards? Mitchell? Yeah, you didn't say Mitchell, yeah. Okay, so Mitchell and I don't like Trey Young. I don't like Jalen Brown. Fuck, it's gonna have to be one of them, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well say Brown B. Right. <clears throat> Might as well. Come on, man. You know what it is. I'm gonna come back. You uh, <laughs> give me a little. I'm, 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 I'm gonna ruminate on that for a minute. Go ahead, Cam. What's your East um, list? So I'm gonna go Brunson, uh, Maxi, Brown. Wait, yeah. Okay. Um, then I'm gonna go Mitchell, Bencaro, and then I got Perzingis. And then I need one more, right? I think so. Cause you you said, give me the two guards, <laughs> two guards, two front court, two wild cards. Brunson. Okay. Maxi. Two. Mm-hmm. All right. Then give me three forwards. Um, Mitchell, Brunkero. Mitchell's not a forward. Oh shit, my bad. That's my wild card. Okay. Um, Paulo. Right. Brown. Right. Przingis. Okay. 
Um, and then what I need? You said Mitchell was one of your wild yeah, cards. Yeah, Mitchell was one of my wild cards. Anybody. Yeah, though. No, you said And then whoever else. And um, bam. Okay. Jeff, what? <laughs> Beasley has to be an all star. Best three point. He's talking about the three point shooting competition, I believe. Uh, he say all star. Um, he definitely no all star. <laughs> Uh, yeah, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> Jared Allen. I'm gonna get Jared Allen some love. Okay. okay, so say yours again now that you put Allen back into it. All right, Brunson, Maxi guards, forwards are Bam, Bancaro, Julius Randle. Wild cards are Mitchell and Jared Allen. Interesting. Okay. You really don't like Trey Young or Jalen Brown, huh? I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Trey been balling, though. He has. And that's one thing for All-Star for me. This ain't all NBA. I don't care about how good your team necessarily is or has been. Like, this is just, are that you hooping or not? Yeah, like, this is just All-Star. Like, are you hooping or are you not? Okay. Let's go to the West. West, 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 West. West starters. Don't hit the same thing. It, it really <laughs> don't. It don't. That sound just... Foreign yep. West 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 West. <laughs> no, you asking Wesley, Wesley Matthews a question, right? The uh, West starters: Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgeous Alexander, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic. My reserves would be Steph Curry and Anthony Edwards as the guards, Paul George, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard as my front court, and then my wild cards. This was very difficult. Uh, Devin Booker and Demontis Sabonis. That would be my yeah, my, my Western. You got the exact same? Yeah. That's my West. Apologies to De'Aaron Fox. Uh, Lori Markin has been hooping. Shot and Rudy Gobert, I'm sorry. I really I'm am. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, guards, Steph, Fox, forwards, AD, Sabonis. I'll go with PG. Um, wild other cards. wild cards, AE, and book. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with go down the list. Steph for the PG. I'm gonna go with Ant though. Right, two guards. And then small forward. I'm gonna go with Kawhi. Which is front court. So. Oh shit! Did I say Kawhi? No, I, I didn't say Kawhi. Uh, get Paul George out of there, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Kawhi Davis and. I'm going to go with uh, Towns. Cat. Interesting. Cat's been balling, though. Not more. I'm, well, I mean, I, like I, mean I don't really think. Granted, he, he had the childish thing happen, but he was putting up points. But he, again, that, he's been balling. He had a great game. I don't, I don't, I don't like really think guy. he's had a. All, I don't, like I don't think he's guy. had an all star season. He has like three different voices he uses. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he went, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that's my five. That's but then I need voice, two wild cards, right? <laughs> yes. De'Aaron Fox and I'm gonna go with Paul George. So no Kawhi for you. I did say Kawhi. He said Kawhi because that was what. So no Anthony Davis. I just said Davis too. Who you? Who, who am I missing? I said because I went down the list. Point guard was Steph, mm-hmm. and then I said Ant for two. Mm-hmm. Then I said Kawhi for three. Mm-hmm. Then I said Davis for four. Mm-hmm. And then I said Cat uh, for five. I don't okay. And then Fox would be my other uh, guard, so I just need one more. One more would probably oh, and I said uh, Paul George. So no. Okay, so no no book no book you no Sabonis. Book. Oh shit, book and then substitute cat for Sabonis. There we go. Now I'm done. You want to throw substitute cat for Sabonis? You want uh-huh. to throw cat in there so bad? Book still off. No, I said no. You didn't. Book for who? 
Fox. Okay. So then running back, we got Steph, mm-hmm. Ant, mm-hmm. Book, mm-hmm. Fox. Uh, mm-hmm. Steph, Ant, Book. Mm-hmm. Then you got Kawhi, Davis, Sabonis. Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Paul George. Okay. So same, same, same. Okay. We'll see what those lists actually are on Thursday when they are named on TNT. I forgot Shay took that starting spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I let's go with Ken and end with you, E. Okay. Because I think we all had. Did we all have Kawhi and Paul George on our All Star team? Yes. No. So I you did. just had. I took Paul George off. Okay. I think that Lee. I mean, two Clippers, yeah. two two Lakers. Mm-hmm. I think that leads into what you want to talk about this weekend. Yeah, um, it's going to be real quick. I just hate to say it, but um, <laughs> the Clippers are becoming the number one team in L.A., and it is disgusting. Mm. Yeah, yes, yuck. Becoming. Uh, yeah, they, they, becoming. I can't give it to them yet. No, they've been. <laughs> they've they're becoming, been, they they're becoming the best boy. team in L.A., and I hate it. I fucking hate it here. Clippers is just. But shout out to Paul George, man. Y'all know how I feel about him, but. As, you know he been he be. still still a little salty. Here, yeah, I'm guy. still salty. Fuck him. He playing for the wrong LA team, but it <laughs> is the right is. one at the moment. It is what it is, fam. Um, can't wait till they get their own stadium. Get the fuck up out the. <laughs> is that gonna but, happen though? Jeez, the Clippers are 30 and 15. Yeah, balling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, like that's what balling. At least what well, I said, like when they acquired James Harden, I'm like they're gonna be a buzz on the regular season. It's playoff, yeah, playoff really time. Yeah. Determine things. Um, mm-hmm. 30 and 15. Yeah. 8 and 2 in their last 10. Two games out of first place. And they lost, like, what, their first five games? Yeah, their first five. Yeah. Like, and they're actually a fun team to watch, too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually enjoy watching like, them. Russ bought into the bench row. Mm-hmm. Bro, he be on TikTok. They be having him all up on TikTok jigging. Yeah, he songs. be dancing like a month. That's my, yeah. Shout out, man. Shout out to them. Unfortunately, but. <laughs> but shout out to Clippers. That's crazy. Minnesota's 33 and 14. Denver's 33 and 15. OKC is 32 and 15. The Clippers are 30 and 15. The Kings are 27 and 18. And then you get to Phoenix, 27 and 20. Is this, I mean, like, I know at the back end of the East is ass, but, like, at the top, is this the most kind of even that it's been between the two conferences? Because yep. I feel like it is. Because in the East, Boston is 36 and 11. <laughs> Milwaukee is t- 32 and 15. Philly is 29 and 16. New York is 30 and 17. Cleveland is 28 and 16. And then Indy is 27 and 20. Same record as the Phoenix Suns. And then Miami just lost seven straight, but like it's still Miami, so you always got to be afraid of them. Yeah, they're 24 and 23. If they're in a the conversation, they're going to be in the conversation. Right. Same record <laughs> as the Orlando Magic. Mm. I saw they remixed the Orlando Magic song too for this season. I'm glad that the, the 90s continue to live on. Ah, there's an Orlando Magic song. It's like Orlando Magic. Orlando. I'm going to find it. Hold on. That's her shit. Oh, boy. I was like, like, okay. She's like, that shit fine. (laughs) She got a rotation. You ain't heard? (laughs) That's a rotation. Uh, Oh, you about to play it? Heck yeah. Don't get us. There's a song that's going around. You want to say something about it? Yeah. You want to lead us to the song? Boo, I need to hear the real song. I'm not trying to I was going to say, what's garbage? Fran sitting here talking about Orlando Magic. 
I need to hear the actual song song. Amanda, magic. Orlando Magic have the catchiest song in the world right now. Do they? But where did this band come from? When the Orlando Magic became a team in Okay, there's a whole history of it. But listen, just look up Orlando Magic. No. Orlando Magic. That ain't it, boss. I'm telling you. She it up, I thought a up. Mike Will made it be right. for the drop of song. was from the 90s. Why would you think Mike Will is on I it? I thought it was for the slap. And like they definitely always. lied about the catchiest song in America right now because for some reason they just discovered the swag surf. Bro, we're like... <laughs> Thank you, Shells. Not going to lie, the song hits. He knows what I'm talking... Thank you, Shells. Thank you. Orlando Magic. If y'all like it, I love it. <laughs> That's the number one black phrase of being like, I don't care, nothing more. That ain't that ain't for me. But as long as you enjoy it, whatever, I don't care. Your point though. Yeah. So uh, over the last week, we've had some very high point totals from individuals. Boy, Luca dropped seventy three against. Actually, let me go from the bottom up. Booker <laughs> dropped sixty two against Indy in a loss. Cat uh, dropped sixty two against Charlotte in a loss. Embiid dropped 70 against Spurs, and then Luka had 73 against Atlanta. Didn't Embiid have, like, 73? 70. It was 70 on the mm-hmm. dot? Mm-hmm. Luka had 73. Okay. Um, I guess to you guys, is our high-scoring individual games more indicative of better talent in the NBA or worse defense? Yes. Yeah. So it's both. Yes. It is. Both things are true. But yes. I think it's more about the talent in the league increasing mm-hmm. than – the defense alone. Mm-hmm. I think that the NBA, of course, wanted to have the offense be a more crucial part of the game. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's why like the hand check rule came into play, so on and so forth. They, they figured that the product is better when buckets are being scored, similar to how there are some who believe that baseball is better when home runs are being hit. Like It's just give us the offense here and we'll figure out the rest. But I do think it's just a lot more talent in the league now. I know a couple weeks ago I brought this up, but I'm going to bring it back up again. Leading scores in the NBA. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, the 20, I said 20, the 2003-04 season, which was my freshman year in high school. 20 years ago. Crazy. There were 18 players scoring at least 20 points a game. Tracy McGrady was leading the league at 28 points per game. Five years after that, 0809 season, there were 22 players averaging at least 20. D Wade was averaging a little bit over 30. He was the only guy averaging over 30 points that season. Fast forward another five years, the 2013 14 season, there were 19 guys scoring at least 20 points. KD was scoring 32, ga- 32 points a game, only guy over 30 points. Fast forward another five years. Mm-hmm. 2018 and 19 season, there were 31 guys scoring at least 20. That's crazy. James Harden led the league. He was scoring 36.1. That's the, the year he went crazy. He was the only guy over 30. And this season, there are 46 players averaging at least 20 points. That's a game. wild, bro. Four guys in the league are averaging at least 30. Like 46. There, there are 46. There are guys on minimum contracts. Averaging 20 points a game. They don't even Ooh. mean shit no more. Uh, isn't, uh, not cool. Uh, who just signed in? Hold on. Let me, let me check. Uber? I think it is Kelly Uber. I mean, I he, 40. I hear you, <laughs> but it's the point of the fact of like. Technically, he's a minimum player, but. But he's not a, but it's a guy on a minimum contract giving you 20 a game. That's Bro, 20 points a game, you're like, okay, I'm going to get a nice little contract. I'm averaging about 20. Now it's like, all right, my guy, there's 30, 40, 45 other people in the league doing this. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. So, 
there's an offensive explosion, but it is. It makes sense, like if you break down the numbers. One, the pace is the fastest that's been since like the early '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are getting up and down quicker. That's not necessarily indicative of defense. It just means that teams are pushing the pace. Um, also, three point r- shooting rate is the highest. So like, I want to say it's thirty nine percent of all shots are three point attempts, which we're in the era of the best three point shooters <laughs> across the board. Like basically, you can't get on the court for the most part if you can't shoot a three. Um, so like we're hitting threes at mo- at a more regular pace. So, like points are at a, a greater premium now than they ever ha- have been. But like at the same time, like I don't think that the defense is necessarily worse. I think it's just that the the offensive talent is great. Like it, great offense always beats great defense. So like even like yes, he played against the Spurs. Like and B has seventy against the Spurs. Like literally nobody can guard him. But also. Joel Embiid is having, like, point per minute, the best scoring season in NBA history. Yeah. It's, not, scoring, it's not Uber. I need to find out who it is, though. <laughs> he's scoring 1.05 points per minute that he's on the court, which is higher than Wilt the season that he scored 50 <laughs> or averaged 50, <laughs> which is stupid. Um, Like, Jeff mentioned, like, the refs picking and choosing who gets calls. Like, that's always been the case. Yeah, superstar calls. Superstar yeah. calls have been a thing since Michael Jordan was in the league, since Wilt Chamberlain was in the league. Like it's always been a thing. Like the best players get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to refereeing. Um, also, I watched a clip of I think it was the '93 playoffs when Barkley scored fifty something against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I watched every bucket that he scored. The defense was not like that. <laughs> like one, it was him on the left block backing people down three dribbles mm-hmm. turn middle shoot a jumper mm-hmm. nobody else was moving at all like none of his teammates were moving none of the defenders were moving like there was like one dude like behind the three point line like the spacing was terrible but it was just like him just standing there back down back down back down you got it boss. turn job, job like it wasn't like I'm like Dude, if Lucas saw this type of defense, like he would average like sixty because I'm it's hyperbole, but like I'm saying, like Lucas seventy three point game, like he was definitely seeing a, a higher resistance, and that was the playoff game that Barkley was playing in. So it's like I think people have like the, the nostalgia goggles on for early nineties defense. Like it wasn't all like the clips that you see from Pacers and Knicks in ninety two or whatever it was, like or Bulls Knicks or yeah, like those Knicks, Heat. Those were outliers. Like, that was the same era that had the Paul Westhead, I think Paul Westhead, Nuggets, where, like, they basically didn't play defense at all and just ran up and down the court and averaged, like, 130 points a game. Let me quickly clear up something. Kelly Oubre averaged 20 last season, and now he's on the minimum contract. That's what I was trying to say. Not that as a guy on minimum contract getting 20, but... Terry Rozier, Kyle Kuzma, and Cam Thomas are three guys who are averaging uh, 20 points a game this season. Yeah. I don't know. I just say, like, we're we're in one of the greatest. Scoring renaissance. We are. Like, just from a talent standpoint. Like, I think, like, we're seeing, like, one of the most talented leagues, that probably the most talented league that we've ever seen from a totality standpoint. Like, you have, I think we've talked about this before, but, like, there are probably eight to ten guys in the league right now that can mm-hmm. be, like, legit number one bona fide stars on a championship team which has not always been the case Mm -hmm. 
I saw this article from John um, Hollinger Hollinger on Athletic, which is where I had read the Kyle Kou- or not Kyle Kuzma, Kelly Oubre thing. But he also pointed out the fact that the Houston Rockets in the 2013-14 season, which was the Maury Ball, you know, we all three-point shooting, they took 26.6 threes a game. And they were league leading at that time by a wide margin. That same figure this season would be last in the league. The Lakers, who are the last place team of uh, three-point attempts per game, shoot 30. Damn. And that's last place. And that was, what, 10 years ago? 10 years ago. 10 years ago, also, the Clippers led the NBA in scoring at 107.9 points per game. (laughs) That figure this this season will be 29th in the NBA. They getting blown out. Like, (laughs) Who would that be ahead of? Detroit? Probably. I assume it's Detroit who's in last place. But, like, that's how crazy, like, the offense has gotten. And... In the article that John Hollinger had, he mentioned, like, is there going to come a point where the NBA is going to have to step back in and give the defense a little bit more leeway? Let them fight back. Just to, pretty much, like, <laughs> is there going to get to a point where, like, it's too much offense and we need to kind of tone it back down? But I do think they should, like, allow hand checking back in. Bring it back! Give me a chance, bro. <laughs> like, allow for perimeter defense. They kind of, like, once they let you get physical in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, like, just make it a full season thing there. Give me a chance. Let's see how that worked out. <laughs> Cats still getting their buckets. Uh, score going to score, bro. And they're going to get theirs. And hand checking is the reason why you go from averaging 29 to 15. Maybe it was the defense the whole time. Yeah, who is, who's last in points per? Memphis. Ah, that's not surprising, actually. <laughs> 107.5 So they really not What was it? It was uh, 107.9 Okay yeah So like they're barely behind They're barely <laughs> Or barely ahead of And them. that was leading the league 10 years ago Yeah Like it's It's a different game At this point It's a different game Ooh. I think it's time For some wrestling conversation. Ooh there's a couple people who who probably got the the JJ Ice was JJ Fish Ice whatever the kid's name is who did the give me a chance give me a chance <laughs> these man. dudes here they they wasn't feeling oh, no, it. I got it <laughs> that that dude tomatoes, that tomatoes, that, tomatoes. that brother yeah. is hilarious man uh, he always was tomatoes to me yeah hilarious <laughs> definitely from the jump garbage I didn't say he was good that man. <laughs> I like, said he no. was hilarious <laughs> he was hilarious you, all right thirty six means. You wash your hair and that like throws your shoulder out. Ah. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> like right here. Hell like, hey. Do you wash your own hair? I do not either. The missus or I, when I get it done washes it. Listen, because it's something about somebody else when you got dressed. Somebody else washing no, your I, hair. Trust me, I, yeah, I feel it's something you. different about. But it. when I have to wash my own hair, first of all, it takes so much. And water. I don't get it that good. I don't wash it that well. I don't think. Man. Well, my kid got food in my hair, so I just had to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my shoulders be so tight when I finish, wa- and then my hair be heavy, and I'd be walking around like this. <laughs> like it's a lot going on with the locks, but it's also been a lot going on in the world of wrestling, especially oh, in the WWE. So I mentioned at the top that there was some Vince McMahon news so. that came out. <laughs> <laughs> like good lord, like Nasty Man ain't even strong enough for that man. No, it's not. And ahead of the Royal Rumble. Let me actually rewind a little bit here. Last year, mm-hmm. when Vince was first oust from WWE, it was because the company had found out that he, there was some hush money payments going out to women. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, the name leaked of who the employee was in this particular case, which caught everybody off guard. Fast forward. <laughs> 
to the past week here, uh, that young lady, Janelle Hines, I believe her name is. I know her first name is Janelle for I think sure. It's Grant. Janelle Grant. Grant. Uh, she came out and the lawsuit hit. And I read the entire lawsuit. I didn't plan to. I saw the, the screenshots, I saw clips. And I said, let me just read a couple pages of this. And next thing I knew, I was at page 52. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop reading it. Uh, long story short, Vince McMahon pulled an ultimate power trip. He got in the door with vulnerability with this young woman who had just lost both of her parents. And she was the caretaker from them. She didn't have any other family. She had a friend who worked for WWE and... Janelle and Vince lived in the same condominium building. The friend said, let me introduce you to Vince. Might be able to get you a job in WWE. They met. And from that point forward, he just continued to use vulnerability to get in the door. And then from there, started exerting his power over her. Uh, Lots of threesomes against where she was not comfortable, forcing her to send photos of herself to him uh, that he then shared with at the very least, people in the company uh, because he showed the tech dudes and said how they all wanted to smash as well. And Jesus. Uh, there, she also believes that he sent those pictures just to other friends outside of the company. She has no idea how many men have seen those pictures. Her pictures were also sent to a WWE superstar who also was big in the UFC Jesus. who was looking to sign a contract who everybody is figuring out must be Brock Lesnar. Uh, they were going to have a threesome, Brock, him, and her, but Brock's flight was canceled. Uh, so Vince pretended to be said WWE superstar and just like really physically beat that woman down. Uh, he would be, and I should also say just a um, trigger warning for some. So you might want to fast forward a few seconds here, but uh, there were things like fisting and inserting objects into her that should not be inserted into a human body, leaving her bloodied, bruised, uh, messed up, just all around. Um, and I didn't even mention John Laurinaitis, who Vince pretty much gave her to. It's it's a lot. They made up a position in the company to give to her. People figured out, like, something's not right here. What kind of job is this? Like... It's nasty stuff that was happening in John Laurinaitis' piece, apparently, that he was having her come to hotel rooms before work in the morning to service him uh, in rooms that were paid for by WWE. So, like, there's just a lot of cross-contamination. We've seen some leaked text messages come out. I hate the way that Vince McMahon spells pussy. It really bothered me. I need to say that. Jesus, how did he spell it? I didn't even see it. P-U-S-S-E-Y. Come on, dog. Pussy. Jesus Pussy. Christ. Pussy. I don't even want to lie, but that shit is hilarious. Not a fan. What the fuck is like, wrong it, with this it, guy? It was just a lot. Jesus Christ. Vince McMahon, thank you, Jeff. For, for, I forgot that part. He pooped on her head at one Come point on, during a threesome. Know, like, like, what the hell? And then, like... I don't, I don't know how that gets you off. The body's in geometry. Like, I'm like, where were you? I he mean, stood I above her that, while she was with the like other guy. Pers- like, purposely did Yes. It? Mm-hmm. Okay. He pooped on her oh, head. Oh, he went to take a shower, made her continue out there with the other guy. Then when he came back, he just joined back in once he got cleaned. That's ridiculous, fam. That's like, it's, disgusting. The lawsuit has a lot of things in it that you're just like, what did I just read? Yeah. This comes out two days ahead of the Royal Rumble, <laughs> one of the biggest pay-per-view events of the year for WWE. It kicks off WrestleMania season for the company officially. 
this news came out, we saw Slim Jim be like, hey. <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking we're about. Uh, we're going we're to <laughs> we're gonna pause our sponsorship here. And then the next day, or hours later, I can't remember at this point, but Vince McMahon says, like, hey, actually, I'm going to resign from TKO, from WWE. Like, I'm completely out. All positions. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm innocent, but I don't want... Uh, <laughs> I don't want superstars and all this hanging over them, so Jesus. I'm just going to bow out. That's the context in which the Royal Rumble takes place. Uh, so big lawsuit comes out uh, against Vince McMahon. You find out the depths of the nasty mannedness of him. The depths of hell that nigga going to be in. I mean. <laughs> Good Lord. My God. That man. Shell's added that none of that was surprising and that's sad. And that's the thing that's about the it, part. where it's like, we've seen the Vince McMahon, the Mr. McMahon character on TV for so long. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, it wasn't really a character. Like, that's just, that it's just how he got down. So. Nasty motherfucker, man. Yeah. That, this is from 2020 to 23, I mean 2019 to 2023. This man and was like, like 75 years old when yeah. this was happening. This started in 2020, I believe. He is 78 years old today. He turned 79 this year. That's nuts, man. And like skipping ahead to the end of the rest of not WrestleMania, end of the Royal Rumble, like Triple H's performance in that press, press conference, conference is, if I'm being generous, disappointing. Yeah. Um, like to just completely ignore it, not really have a comment on it, like just from a PR standpoint like you should have like some type of prepared statement you should have something to acknowledge it get it out the way and then if you want to move on to what happened that night sure like it's not the greatest thing but like at least you address it but like he has this long ass introductory right but like even before that like his he comes in with a prepared statement but it's just to talk about like all the great things that happened tonight Mm -hmm. it's like that's your time like that's that's when you need to be like hey you know Blah blah blah. I don't really want to get into questions about it today, but like, just know, like, these are my feelings. Whatever. Like, you can have a prepared statement yeah. that is at least, you know, it's probably inauthentic. Like, it doesn't necessarily reflect what you want to say, but like, it at least gets it out of the way, so like, you can focus on the positive. But like, yeah. to, that's either hubris or ignorance to think that you're gonna have journalists in there asking you questions that that that's not gonna come up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Cody rolled. I was just saying, Cody. Yeah, Cody said more like that made more sense than. And like, it's not even up. necessarily that it's like Triple H the wrestler or Triple H the executive. Mm-hmm. It's Triple H Vince's son-in-law. Like you, ha- you're you the one person be. that people are gonna want to talk to because like you're the representative of the McMahon family that's still in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. To Bill's, just, to Bill's point, this is all allegedly at this point, but however, very disgusting. Uh, Sir Go-Getter added, Vince, the real human being, makes the character look like a saint in comparison. But yeah, he's always been a repulsive human being. Nice. And Jeff added, it only stopped because Linda found out, and that is very true. Like, that is what Vince kept saying, my wife cannot find out, Linda cannot find out. And then he found out. At the very least, Triple H should have said, Jeff said no comment, but he could have said, it's an ongoing investigation. I don't have anything further to say. We're doing our due diligence, so on and so forth. Like, there's so many different ways you can go around <laughs> and and not have a comment by saying, like, no comment. Like, mm-hmm. he definitely fumbled the bag on that one. And that was something that cast just a, a shadow over the rumble with the understanding of what Vince did. And, again, while we, I mean, it wasn't just because of these lawsuit allegations, but we were just happy when Vince stepped away because of the product itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, to think that, you know, they uncovered the hush payment 
a harsh money payments. It makes me wonder how many other women have gotten paid off. We already know he has it's other possible. allegations. Uh, early, was it the 80s or the 90s with the woman who was a referee and he forced her to have sexual relations in his limo because he said if you don't you ain't gonna move nowhere in the company like there have been stories about Vince for years and I felt like we had to start at least by acknowledging that this lawsuit has come out Mm -hmm. there will be more to come from it and it happened two days before the Royal Rumble and the Rumble event itself I thought was pretty good it was only four car or four matches on the card I actually liked that Mm -hmm. that each match had time to breathe so with all that context being said, mm-hmm. let's now talk about the event itself. Mm-hmm. Real quick, that the WWE doc when that comes out, it's gonna be filthy. On Netflix, yeah, we'll see because Vince is involved in it. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm th- oh it's Vince be, is involved. I know in how they have in. like the relationship with WWE because they're taking Raw. Oh like, yeah, they are. Okay, Paul so it ain't gonna be. It's gonna be PC. Okay, so we'll see how it actually. Like if out. there is ever a day where we get an actual. Real, mm-hmm. real life expose on WWE. Like mm-hmm. I'll be interested to watch that, but anything mm-hmm. that they have any type of hand in is gonna be yeah. watered down. Yeah. yeah. Jeff added, "There's four women that we know of because of the government investigation. So keep an eye on that because I bet pennies to donuts or whatever that phrase is that <laughs> pennies they, to donuts. There's more um, that will come out. But the Rumble kicked off itself with the women's Royal Rumble match." Bailey won. We got to see Jade Cardgill debut. We hey. saw Naomi come back. We saw Jordan Grace appear from TNA. Shout out to Dewan who won the Tech Foul pool for the Women's Royal Rumble. Shout out. What were y'all thoughts on the Women's Rumble? Real quick, Dewan, uh, DM us, email us, whatever, like uh, to claim your prize. For sure. I enjoyed it. I thought the woman, the Women's Rumble, was the match of the night. Yeah, for the second year in a row. I agree. <laughs> um, I feel like Jade Cargill's spot really made her a star yeah. for sure. Oh, she well the star power, yeah. star quality, tease the Bianca job. match. Like yeah. the way she manhandled Nia Jax, bro. Flexed with her on her shoulder. Then she gave her one of those, fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that second lift when she actually threw her out, I feel like, sorry, I feel like Nia like tried to sandbag her because mm-hmm. like she definitely didn't go up easy. Um, but anyway, that's tossed me around. But like she that. still got her up and like tossed her <laughs> over. Like it was like you, you, either you can help me. We can do this the easy way. or We can do this the hard way. Either way, you going you out. Getting your ass up out of here. This is my spot. Get out of here. I love that they had her come out with a twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Like late enough in the match for her to just have a big impact. I love that when her and Bianca had they face off, they didn't touch. Like they didn't yeah. throw no punches. It was just a tease. And I said, I love. Which that. Which makes me wonder if actually they're going to be a tag team instead of. I'm I'm here for I, it. Right. I, I like yeah. I actually. Like, like I hadn't thought about it before but I'm like I'd actually prefer that because like that allows Jay to kind of ease her way in like she mm-hmm. doesn't have to carry an entire singles match she can kind of yeah. come in get her shit off and become even more of a star and then eventually one of them turns on the other one and, and then we got a WrestleMania match, match next year yeah. shout out to Sam my best friend Tim's wife that's why we, we, we brother sister-in-law <coughs> um she said immediately that she wanted to see Jade and Bianca's tag team. Like, I just, when you said that, made me think of her saying, like, I want, as soon as Jade was announced in WWE, she said, I want that tag team. But So, like, them not touching might be, like, actually, we we're friends. Each other. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cool. But, yeah, that match was fun. Our truth coming out took me out. <laughs> that was my number, so I was annoyed because I knew that meant that he was 24 in the men's rubble, too. I was like, damn. I could not stop laughing when he came out and I was like he's like looking around like what? 
this right, this ain't the right match. Yeah. Those are all women. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that spot was great for her. Jordan Grace looked good. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Another great spot. Uh and then Some, the way she got eliminated though was like, holy crap, bro. Bianca giving her the KOD uh, on the apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was vicious. Was that like, was super vicious. I was like, yeah. And then Bianca was kind of giggling after. It was like, ah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> but no, that was that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that uh, Naomi came back. Yeah. I love that her and Jordan Grace had a chance to kind of go face to face. Then they started squaring up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she just because um, she wanted to took her yeah. title. Yep. Yeah. But uh, Snow apparently they her. got a, a, a maybe a, a reoccurring role for the TNA Knockouts Champion. Because Opens the forbidden door. Yeah, because uh, what's the name? What's Last name? Year? Mickey James. Mm-hmm. So I think that's dope. Um, to all the naysayers who's all, <laughs> yeah. well, we ain't get Sasha and we ain't get this and this and this. Like, honestly, bro, if you consider the Women Royal Rumble a failure because Sasha didn't come back, you really weren't trying to watch the show. You was really only looking for one person. Mm-hmm. You was really only looking yeah. for one pop, one moment, one second to define an entire Royal Rumble when the entire show, the entire Rumble for the women itself was fun. Yeah, it was, was. And, and you really didn't know. Well, they said Bailey. A lot of people was figuring Bailey beforehand. But yeah. I didn't go into it thinking that it would be Bailey. When I heard Bailey, I was like, Bailey? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, I guess. Like, it makes sense. It makes sense but though, she yeah. don't have to win the Rumble to do this storyline. She could do the Chamber, too. Like, like, there's some different mm. ways to get there. Right. I like, but okay. Because other than that, I was like, I really don't know. Now, I will say, like, part of the joy of the Rumble is the surprise returns. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, but there's a balance, right? Because mm. there was one year for the women's match where it was just, like all legends. I'm like, okay, well, this, what are we doing? Like, the year Beth Phoenix was in. And they had Molly Holly. It was like a button. That's just <laughs> like, okay, it's too many. Like, there, and the same with the men's. Like, there can be too many. But there can also be like, I want to just give me like one or two in each match where I'm not surprised, expecting it. But for me in the women's match, that person was Liv Morgan. Like I forgot that I just that she was I forgot. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when I saw her pop back, I was like, oh shoot, Liv is back. And Naomi came back. Like there were those types were coming back. And then the TNA surprise, like that was cool. It would have been cool to see like one, maybe two legends come back just to have the pop. But like that's me nitpicking at this point. Like I thought it was a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Best match of the night for me, for sure. They kicked it off with a bang. Yeah, for sure. Then you go into Roman Reigns defending his championship. <laughs> championship. And, and still. Right, I guess. Sick of hearing that oh, shit. <laughs> you stacking bodies tonight. No, you got stacked on bodies tonight. AJ Styles. He defeated AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and LA Knight. Yeah. yeah. The same way he's won. I hate it, fam. A lot of his last <laughs> few that match felt underwhelming to me. Like yeah. at, after it was, it was over, it was like, well, like the good. finish is what kind of threw me off. With the star power in, I just thought it would be more mm-hmm. theatrical. I feel like I'm always disappointed by Fatal Four Ways, though. Like it's really, too, there are too many moving parts. Like it, it always feels kind of clunky because it's like people get knocked to the outside and then they, you know, like it, it, they be out there for like multi man matches are difficult for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to see two do two people fight. Two meaty men. <laughs> Big E. You see Big E's proposal? <laughs> yes, yes. He wants the meaty man invitational. invitational. Meaty man invitational. Just a bunch of big meaty men slapping meats. I'm like, bro, you gotta <laughs> relax. That is hilarious. <laughs> you got to relax. I do think that that t- 
title match was my least favorite match of the yeah, night, which yeah, I did not I expect going into it. Like, I thought it was about to be cracking, really. No, and, it, and it wasn't. Not at all. Especially when Solo came out. I was like, I, again, why? I was like, why do we keep doing this? Right? It's kind of like a Styles make fight type of thing. And it's like, I don't know how. Well, now I do. But like going into it, I didn't know like how those styles would really make and it didn't, a good suit. Because like, LA Knight really can't wrestle. Roman and Randy are super slow. And then you got AJ Styles there to just kind of like try to fill in the, the speed gap, basically. Mm. Okay, so we're all in agreement so far. Best, women's, worst. Yeah, <laughs> most okay. definitely. I did enjoy the next match. The though. very next Shell, so I'm sick of, of Solo and Thank Roman. You. A lot of people I agree. are, brother. Fuck them. A lot of people are. Definitely on the fucking list. Jeff added that WWE's multi, multi-person matches are bad because they're all by a formula. And you mm-hmm. saw that in this match yeah. for sure. Next up, we had Kevin Owens fighting against Logan Paul for the U.S. Championship. Logan Paul retained fun. through disqualification disqualification of Kevin Owens which I thought it was a real fun ending to mm-hmm, the match mm-hmm. and then to find out that Kevin Owens worked it with a fractured foot a yeah. word? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that yeah fractured Damn. foot which actually fun fact you know that match between Undertaker and Mankind Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. the first one where he's the first one when yeah. Foley went off the all mm-hmm. that Taker had a broken foot mm. he climbing cages climbing, climbing cages Damn. doing all that shit like he said, like, the worst spot of the match was when he had to, like, hang from the top of the cage and, and then, like, jump down, down <laughs> just to get off the top. Ooh, I had a broken toe, bro. <laughs> yeah. That shit So, stopped. just appreciate wrestlers because they put their bodies through hell to entertain us. That's are right. you not entertained? But yeah. the ones that are nasty, man, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was, uh, was, at the, uh, was watching that show career. I was just like... To, if you have a headache at the beginning of the match, bro, and then you got to go through the whole match, you taking chair shots, you got to get put through a table, you got to catch a DDT, like, bro, I have a headache. I'm this thinking about women crazy. when they, like, they got work yeah. 365, and it's Oof. like, I know there are some days when they do not want to be. I couldn't imagine having to wrestle on my period. Woo. I would just. I, just Hit right, me now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> not about to fight. Can I just take a chair shot and go home? You got me jumping and rolling. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's what women, man, the, the pain, everything y'all go through, man, birthed and Ooh, all that. Wee. I can't. I get a cold. I'm, I'm like a baby. I'm sick. And well, I'm out of here. Like, this shoulder, I'm thinking about calling this. <laughs> I swear. Your shoulder hurt and just calls my shoulder to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're like, damn, my shoulder hurt. <laughs> that shit could take you. But that was a good match. I put that at this moment behind the women's rumble match. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. It was a good finish. Logan Paul don't miss. I don't know. He that. does not. No. They said he put a full time contract too. Oh, mm-hmm. He puts on great fucking matches. Yeah. And then we had the men's Royal Rumble match, which ended with Cody Rhodes winning back to back. I thought about Ken immediately. I was gonna say it was funny because like you had the number that CM Punk came out. So I'm no, like, I was like, this nigga, fam. I, 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 you probably was like, well, I got the money in the bank. I, know. <laughs> I did. I, I strongly dislike CM Punk. Then we come to learn that he tore his biceps. All right, Drew McIntyre. Tough right. break, man. Have so you he, seen hey, Drew McIntyre? As soon as Drew McIntyre was like, I, I prayed that you. I was like, me too, dude. <laughs> we was on the same boat. Wait, but have you seen what Drew's been tweeting today? He been, uh, he been, oh, he been on his ass. Fam. Oh, what? Do you remember the, uh, Hold on, the I'm flash picture? I'm going to just show him real quick because mm. Ken going to enjoy oh, this. See, I'm ready. Hey, I don't even follow him. Now for the follow him. WWE tweeted, get well soon, CM Punk, with mm-hmm. a heart. He Tough retweeted break. that with ah! the laughing Jordan <laughs> That <picture>. was me. 
<laughs> there was another. He then one. also posted the oh, funeral. That picture. is her. <laughs> <laughs> that is the cover art for this. That is hilarious, fam. It's twenty four to twenty five. Oh, I, like, I didn't see motherfuckers put up the Aaron Rodgers meme. Man, my man cannot. He can't stay fives. healthy, fam. He I'm did like, it in AW as soon as he came. This man fought like two backers. All of a sudden, he brittle. Bro, have a seat, fam. And he was. It looked like he was con- really connecting with the like the younger stars too. Because man, before before the rumble, he had the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had the training session with. Uh, Trip Williams, uh, he had it yeah, with Brown Breaker. They was gonna do that work without that nigga. Man. Speaking Fuck of Brown Breaker, apparently that his insertion into the Royal Rumble was a Brock Lesnar replacement because of what we talked about to oh, start okay. off the wrestling set. Like it was supposed to be Brock in the match. Okay, Dom was supposed to eliminate Brock. The two of them were supposed to have a uh, a program at Elimination Chamber in Australia. Ooh. So they were just going to kill Brock and Dom. Dom. Tom and Nick. <laughs> Tom and Nick Mysterio. <laughs> Tom and Nick. Why was they doing that? What was that? What? Just to Don't kill know. Dominic in, in uh, Rhea Ripley's home country, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that was the plan. You put in Braun Breaker, he gets all the same spots. So when Pat McAfee went into the ring, it was supposed to be Omos and Brock. And he's looking at them like, oh, like, oh, okay, no, I'm good. Let me too, get out of here. Too meaty, man. But Braun Breaker, like, he's a star, bro. He is. He bro. is, man. And he does like everything. He's like precise. Like everything looks good. Everything crisp. he does, like, yeah, that's the, the, yeah. it's crisp. Yeah. Like everything he, he does, looks good. against the ropes, everything like, his looks good. Looks like he really tries to break people in half. Yeah. Like he's just, he's explosive as hell. Like he's kind of like. I mean, shit, he's baby Brock, damn near. If, and yeah. if anybody's unfamiliar with who Braun Breaker is, he is a Steiner kid. Mm-hmm. Rick Steiner, I believe, is his father. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who had the wrestling headgear on mm-hmm. and would bark. So the crowd be barking when <laughs> Braun be out there. And I love that. I love that. Like, to be fair, if you want to put somebody, I always hated Brock in those spots kind of like that as his career got later. I'm like, bro, we could put a young cat in there. That's perfect for him to shine like that. He was throwing cats out. He had, I think, he threw like four or five people out. Four. He had, he had the whole uh, everything that Brock was supposed to do to make Brock look great and like a monster. They did that for somebody who's about to be the future of their company. You can't. What you should probably do. I disagree with that. Yeah, you can't because put everybody I think, in that slot though. I think the point of it is for Brock to get his shit off and then for the shock factor of Dominic being the one to right. eliminate him. Like, that's supposed to do something for Dom, mm-hmm. not necessarily do something for Brock. Like, Brock mm-hmm. is a made man, and, like, it, the whole point is to keep him established as a made man so you can transfer that to somebody else. And, oh, then, get more, and then get heat on Dom. Yeah, like, Dom more doesn't heat. come off looking any better for eliminating Brock Breaker. It just seemed like a fluke, but you can't really build... Like the same story that you would have built with Brock. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to for those I'm who have sure, the NXT but. joint because they had a whole thing down there too. Like, like Tom was down there for a while yeah. going against him he in the so there. like they do still have a history. Then that's why like for him it's perfect for him. And Brian already said I'm coming for a Judgment Day, so like he'll they, be on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, so they'll they'll set that up, but the but man, I mean it's not gonna hit the same as. Like no, think about like no, they it's still not showing like Maven eliminating the Undertaker from like 30, 20 years ago. Like <laughs> it was supposed to be like that type of spot, and it's like that's a moment for that's Dom. Not that's not now. really like a moment because he no. eliminated Braun Breaker. Just like oh yeah, the NXT dude got too over overzealous and right. got got. I like, will say too, our true spot in this match as well. I've never seen a hot tag <laughs> in the Royal Rumble that before. That man was tripping, but. One that crowd was kind of dead. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of a weak crowd for the rumble. But to see our troop get all of them on their feet clapping for the hot tag <laughs> in a damn Royal Rumble in a Royal Rumble match, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's shout out to our troop, man. 
shout out to our truth that's what i gotta say about that so let's rank the four matches Women's match is one we all agree on. Mm-hmm. What's your number two match of the night? Since, again, it was only four. Logan Paul. Logan mm-hmm. Yeah, Logan and KO. Then the men's Rumble match? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ending with Roman, mm-hmm. Fatal yep. 4 way. Can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> so. He cannot. Like, what was your reaction when Cody won? Let's finish the fucking story. <laughs> like, how many times? I don't want to keep seeing you win the fucking Rumble. Like, <laughs> Finish the story. Finish the story, well, you, want fin- you want to finish against Roman or Seth? Come on, man. You know the answer to that. Exactly, fam. I need did, my, I need did my get last back. night put any little seed in you? Like that, I want to see him and Seth. Mm-hmm. I would, I, how many times would I seen that? Would us, would us, all fight? They fought <laughs> in the last WrestleMania. Hell, it's hell. <laughs> WrestleMania, like they done it. They done it. Well, two years ago. Yeah, yeah two minutes. So yeah, I'm good on that. I feel you. It's definitely got fair and square. No oh, interruptions. Roman, Cody. I'm about to say to be fair. Just fight, fam. Put them in a cage. They gonna find a way to. He gonna be under the cage already. <laughs> he gonna be under the ring. Yeah, he be a cameraman, like, exactly. Come out with his thumb and shit. Ah, get that shit out of here. Put some shoes on, nigga. <laughs> he did. Walking around barefoot all the goddamn time. <laughs> but that's the rumble. I have fun with it for the most part. Um, ooh, Jeff said Cody isn't beating Roman. Hey, relax, Jeff. It's gonna happen. Hey I mean, man, he if he doesn't, if he doesn't, like they're very close to Hogan's record. If he doesn't, Ken is going to flip. <laughs> Ken going to lose it. Like, whatever the show is after WrestleMania, if Cody Rose does not beat Roman Reigns. Because it don't, like, how many we, we two years in? But he, I do wonder, like, so, obviously, they, they, now it. they've lost, like, the CM Punk, Cody, uh, not Cody, mm-hmm. CM Punk, Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins match. Do they then shift Cody over there and be like, we need star power? I think they It don't make Rocky. sense, though. I think they... they yeah. I'm just saying, like, if Rocky's, I mean, the, it if makes Rocky's sense. option, yeah. I don't think Rock gonna be an option. So, like, let's say Rock off the table, because yeah, if Rock's yeah. off the table, then it for finish the story. So, mm-hmm. I think it still should be Cody and Roman. You don't mess with mm-hmm. that because that is money. You just figure out someone else to put in against Seth. So, Elimination Ooh, Chamber is gonna be. A, it could be Drew. Heel Drew McIntyre has been very fun. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Drew McIntyre has always been his best character. Too. That's been fun. I, I didn't really care for face Drew McIntyre like that because I like he he seemed like he's trying too hard to smile. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It don't fit everybody to be faces. So I don't know. We are gonna have to see how this road to WrestleMania continues to unfold because injuries are having their way mm-hmm. at this moment with the card. And like fuck Brock because like now he done cost us a Brock and Gunther match. Yep, that was supposed yeah, to be the WrestleMania that. match. Yeah. That was gonna be a great match. Damn, that was gonna be a good. Before Things we, just gotta be nasty. Right before we wrap up, Jeff says, "Since you were all wrestling fans, can I suggest watching a couple matches on Stardom's YouTube channel? Might be the legit best wrestling promotion in the world, and it's all women." Mm. Stardom, uh, tag us in some yeah, yeah, tag like, us in yeah. that. I'll definitely check some matches yeah, definitely out. Definitely check it out for sure. And with that, we gonna get up out of here. Ooh, he said Seth versus Kevin Owens, which also could be so just a broken bodies bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm broken broken foot. Torn what MCL PCL? Listen, if they gonna have Gunter in the match in WrestleMania, give me my boy Gunter. And Shoosh, oh, Shoosh, give him Chad yeah. Gable, bro. They gonna drop Chad against Gable who? all the way down. Against who? Shit, Gunter. <laughs> give him his rematch, but Re- he put at WrestleMania. He put on a hell of a no, fucking match. see that shit. You want to put on a hell of a show too? You don't want just the names because you could have Brock Lesnar versus Man, Goldberg yeah, as bro. names and have a shitty fucking match. I'd rather see Rick. I'd rather have a great fucking match, bro. I'd rather have a damn good show that they gonna put on, and who gonna put on a good show? And then if he drop it to if he drop it to him too, that's gonna be the shot. I'd rather see Gunther and Seth fight before exactly before I see that against Chad Gable. Chad Gable's had his three chances. Three strikes, you're out, buddy. All right, can we say about Cody? He ain't got the third one yet. 
He's about to. He the face. Right. <laughs> if he get there, then yeah, three strikes you out. Hey, Cody, the face of the company. We All right, man, we're going to see. But we're going to get out of here oh, on that note. Uh, parting words. Happy birthday to my husband. Happy hey, birthday to hey, the mayor. Birthday love. That's how we're going to end it. Yeah, pop up in my calendar. The mayor. Yes, yes. The 31st of January. A, ma- a great man was born on that day. So shout out to. The mist. Won't go tell me it's about four five tomorrow, but it's about to. I got my birthday. I got, I got, I got you in the text. calendar, but I got a couple birthdays. It's yearly. But yeah, we're gonna get out of here, y'all. Again, make what? sure y'all y'all it repeats stay. yearly. Everybody's Just, birthday repeats yearly. I'm my <laughs> damn calendar, boy. Man, come on, leave me alone. Anyways, what you talking about, Camille? <laughs> We're out of here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Go getter for the for the love and the comments. Baby. A great hey, show this week. If thank you're you, still sir. in the YouTube comments and you have not already liked the video, please do that as well. It, it helps us so much. Do it, do it, and, do it. Uh, do if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and these 2K PSN streets. Mm-hmm. At Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E. I'll be on 2K tonight. Hey, I play. Yeah, you heard Ken. Ken don't say nothing. He does uh, because I know I ain't gonna play. I'm putting it on. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say. I think I did before. But shout out to Jake because me and Jake had played before, and that was that was fun. I'm gonna be knocked. <laughs> I do want to shout out Shells because you gave us the title for last week's episode. So hey, if shout you guys think of something for a title for this week, <coughs> shout him out now. But I am at Busburner on Twitter. Also, shout out uh, Tyree. He won the men's World Rumble pool. Shout out. Um, same deal. DM us. Let us know. Um, we'll we'll hook you up with your slide. So what they, what they get? They get to pick some free a swing on. package. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z the number three A K A ass catch him A K A Mister Give it to me. We up out of here. For show, for show. I ain't listening to the microphone this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this man here. I might write some bars. Please don't. Steal some cars. Oh, shit. Float to the stars. Hey. <laughs> Got some bars. I got some bars. <laughs> if you tell the people that you got some bars, I got them. Then that's yeah. what I mean. Who are you trying? This nigga talking about candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Snickers. I, I got, got some, some bars. <laughs> <laughs>